everybody? This is Andrew May. You are listening to Story and Growth. I'm here with my co-host, Katie May. Hey, hey. We are here today to ask the question, what is success? We're here to shoot the shit and be real. That sounds like something you're into. Let's go. So guess what, folks? We're not digging around today. We're going to give you the, the goods, and then we're going to dip out, just like a Catholic preacher. <laughs> is that how that goes? Yeah. I thought they had really long. Oh yeah, I was. I meant in like a sexual context. Oh. Yeah, not in like a mass context. <laughs> the mass are really long. That's not what we're doing. We're doing like a three strokes and done kind of thing. Okay, we went yeah. there first thing. Yep, we did. Uh, also, in another note, totally unrelated, uh, I I learned today that you're not supposed to wash your pants, which I've been not doing for a long time, and I've been chastised for it in my life. I don't chastise you. I don't like that you leave them on the floor. Okay, well, so you're missing the point. The point is, don't wash your pants. But, even, but even hang the them CEO, up. Yeah, even the CEO of Levi's says, don't wash your pants. What's the, what's the, to not like get totally off on a tangent here, what's yeah. the reasoning behind the that? The reasoning is if they're a good pair of denim, then they don't need to be washed. And when you wash them, it denigrates, it degrades, it makes them get worse quicker over time. Interesting. Yeah. So, so no judging people for dirty pants. Yeah. You can clean them every once in a while. So we're talking about what success is and I feel like success is kind of in the eye of the beholder. It's very much whatever your perception is. I I think that this is true with a lot of things you, what your perception of something is, is oftentimes your reality. So success has a lot to do with your perception of it and of yourself. So if you are perceiving yourself and your situation as unsuccessful, then you're not successful by your own standards. If you perceive it yourself as successful, then you are successful. It doesn't matter what other people say, like, oh, Andrew's so successful. He has this or that. If you don't believe it about yourself, then you, you know, the reality you're living in is one of lack of success. And so you'll be constantly chasing. Mm. So I think for me, uh, like success can be so many things. Like you can just be so fixated on a monetary amount, like success for me, essentially like you hold the barometer for your success. You hold the, the gauge essentially of like, uh, you get to dictate the terms of what success means. And so if you say success is making six figures, then that's fine. I think I would encourage you to dig a little deeper than that. But, um, I, I think goals are great, but success for me is more so, uh, making sure I have time for my kids. You know, if I make a little bit less money and I'm a good father or I'm someone who shows up for my family that's success. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just feel like success is more about perception and, um, what, what's your take? Kate? Yeah. I think that there is kind of two thoughts with this. One is success in the eyes of what you think you should be versus success of really just honoring that you are just by being, created and born in this 
earth at this time, you are successful. Like you, because you already have what you need inside of you to enact your purpose here on earth in this time frame that we're living in. But so often we get disconnected from that because the world tries to define success for us instead of us really claiming and defining our own success. Yeah. So what is success for Katie? What does that look like for you specifically? I think success for me is how am I embodying the way of being that feels aligned, connected, and in tune with that inner essence of who I am at the core of my being, not who I've been conditioned to be or taught to be, but who am I really? And am I living in that way and connecting to that way of being every day? Mm-hmm. And from that place comes, you know, connection with the people in relationship that need to be in my life and and are in my life, but it's a more authentic and pure connection than just kind of going through the motions because I should want to be with them or I should love them or, you know, because I'm their mom or their daughter or their wife. Like how can I really truly connect to that flow of love for them because like really like almost like we are family for a reason. We are connected to people for a reason. And how can I stay in that space of just genuine, authentic love for myself first and for other people? Yeah. I think kind of what I heard there too was essentially, are you successful at being? Yeah. Yeah. And, and embodying that and feeling whole as you actually really are instead of like this striving mentality, which our culture has seemed to really entice us with like, like let's hustle, let's strive, let's, you know, make all the money when money is just energy. Right. So what I'm learning is if I embody that frequency of love, the abundance through multiple things, not just money is going to flow in. Mm-hmm. But it starts with me being. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it, essentially chasing versus being. Mm-hmm. And so I think that success is a matter of perspective as well as perception. So I touched on perception already, but perspective is kind of your own perspective of how the situation is, but other people's perspective of it as well. So like, for for me, success might be having a certain number of podcast followers or a uh, number of followers on Instagram or whatever. And if that's what I'm gauging success by, then I'm chasing rather mm-hmm. than just being like realizing that I have a following on Instagram or that we have a following with our podcast and just showing up in podcasting or just showing up mm-hmm. with as a creative creating And I think that you've hit the heart of it, which is just simply being is uh, the success piece, being over chasing, like being versus not constantly trying to chase likes, follows uh, what other people are doing that have seen success. And someone else could look at the situation and be like, 
you know, from their perspective and think, wow, you are successful. You, uh, quit a full-time job and you're able to just like talk into a microphone, like a radio host, you know, like that's fucking cool. And not something that like people did, you know, 15, 20 years ago. It's really cool that we're able to do that. Now you're successful because you are able to quit a full-time job and have a job where you, that you love, regardless of whether you're making a certain figure, it's as long as you're able to sustain your, your lifestyle and whatnot and take care of your kids, make sure they're well off, like, and and have some money to do things you enjoy. That's success. Yeah. I think what I heard a little bit, it kind of took me back to your episode, fuck the numbers, because Mm. I think so often we gauge success by numbers, by outcomes, by, you know, how much money do we have in the bank? How many followers do we have? You know, how many likes did we get? How many listeners did we get? You know, a lot of times in like other areas of, you know, healthcare and business, it's like, show me the numbers. Like people want data, right? They want those numbers to justify like why something is successful or not. And I think it's so much more than that. Because I think success is more, I mean, sure, you you need sometimes that like hardcore tangible proof, but at the same time, like even if, let's say, even if I, you know, venture out with my business and put it out there and like, you know, really go after it for a while and then it it's not, quote, successful in the ways of the world of like financially bringing in a lot of money or having the numbers of people, you know, and so then you're like, oh, I, that I failed, you Mm -hmm. know? Right. But it's like, no, how can we say, okay, maybe it didn't give you the numbers that you wanted, but where were the successes in just putting it out there to begin with? And, you know, whether it like really takes off and supports you financially or not, doesn't mean it was successful or unsuccessful. I think what I'm learning is, everything's a journey. Everything's a process. And there is success and failure in each part of that. And failure, I think there's such fear around failure because we've kind of idolized this whole concept of succeeding and success and, you know, going to winning and going to the like Ivy league school and, you know, all those things that I'm just really starting to question, like, is that really like what we're trying to obtain because you can have all of those things and still be miserable. Yeah. So success for me also is when I wake up in the day, in the morning, like, can I look myself in the mirror and feel peace in my body, in my mind, in my soul? Yeah. I think a lot of people don't. And I think I don't for like a a lot of the time. So I, I do find man, I find that journaling really helps me to stay having some sort of practice in my life to where I'm able to connect to myself and just get some of that stuff out. I think like things like therapy, journaling, meditation, things that we talk about ad nauseum on this podcast are instrumentally helpful. I think in creating inner peace and that inner peace leads to success. It's a win essentially. If you are able to be at peace with yourself and at peace with the, like 
the world is crazy. It feels like it's on fire right now. And if you're able to be chill and calm, not kind of like, I don't give a fuck what's going on, but like just more okay. Cause you know, things are going to be okay. And you know, things have been okay always. And you like, I, I know that that's a weird statement because when everything feels like it's on fire, it's like, how can you just sit there and say things are okay? It's within yourself mm. that things are okay. Yeah. You don't have to be freaking the fuck out on the inside. That's what I mean. Um, so and, yeah, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say, I think you bring up a great point that failure is essentially like the opposite of success. And so for me, when I've experienced failure in my life, the biggest thing that I've learned is you have to own it. And that's what I tell our kids all the time when they mess up or when they lie or they're, I just say, just own it. Like, like, oops. Yeah. You don't have to. I I think that human beings love to come up with excuses. We like to find scapegoats and obfuscate and just say, Nope, this isn't my fault. This is, I did this because of this catalyst. I did this because uh, this thing happened that led me on this path that was no good. It's really not my fault. You'll understand if you have all the facts. And it's it's a weird way we try to just not own our mistakes. So I would encourage anyone who has just even a small failure, just own up to it, learn from it, and do better the next time. Yeah, and I think so often we look to the measure of success external. And I would challenge that thought to say the measure of success is actually internal. Mm, Keep going. Keep going. I like it. You know, like I was kind of back to the whole numbers thing. Like when we, when we try to measure success, we often look to these external things, you know, the numbers, the productivity, the, you know, how effective was this? What are the out, you know, like in healthcare, I mean, I can think about it in in that terms, like, you know, what were the outcomes? Did we achieve them? You know, how can we, it's always about how can we do better constantly? And I'm all for like improving yourself. Obviously, like I've been on a personal development slash improvement journey for several years now. But at the same time, I think we so often don't honor where we actually do succeed and where we do actually show up in the way that we want to in the world. And I was saying this earlier to some folks I was talking with, like the more I connect to the source of my creation, and this is just a little bit of my faith piece right now, but the more I connect to that source of my creation, I realize as long as I'm really staying connected to that, I don't really have to force anything. I just need to show up in pure connected form Mm -hmm. and let that creation source flow through me. And to me, that is the ultimate success. That's the ultimate provider of inner peace of being, you know, of the way you want to be in the world of how you want to treat other people, how you want to love other people. Like it all comes down to that. Like just, connection Mm -hmm. to whether that's your higher self, kind of like we talked last week with Gianna, like connecting to your higher self, connecting to your higher power, your source, whatever like fits for you. I think the more that you can stay connected to that, you will find that inner success. 
And I think that's why you're kind of reconnecting to journaling because you realize, I think I heard you just say like that, that kind of reconnects you to that higher thought form that's in there, but gets so distracted and disconnected by the world. Yeah. So this made me think of something that kind of we had learned in our Christian journey, which I think is really powerful and true, regardless of whether you're a Christian, atheist, whatever, uh, which is that you're a vessel. Mm. You're a conduit. You are a vessel of, you know, they, in Christianity, it's basically like you are essentially recycling God's love or Christ's love. Mm -hmm. It's his love that you allow to just kind of flow through you to give to other people because your energy as a human being sucks kind of like is the, is the general gist of it. And I guess the same could be said for, uh, you know, if you're a non-Christian, it's just using the earth's energy or like the energy there's a lot of good in the world using the, the higher self, the, um, yeah, just using that energy and you are a conduit to like give that energy to other people. And, uh, even using like resistance as energy, like overcoming resistance can be energizing. Mm. Like if you're on a cliffside, uh, you know, jumping into water and you're afraid of heights and you think about jumping off and there's so much resistance there, as soon as you jump, it's like you're consuming the, the energy, the resistance that was there and it makes you feel powerful. Yeah. And you know, I, th I think that we can take those things, uh, the resistance or the, uh, the energy from Christ or God or the source or, you know, your higher self, you can take all of that and just recycle it back into the world. And I think that is a picture of success as well. Absolutely. So that was a lot of words, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I didn't really expect that I would go into such a spiritual direction in talking about this today, but that's just kind of what came through for me. And I, but I do, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, our success is really only a measure of what's going on internally. Yet the world tells us that there's all these external things we should do to measure success. Yeah. Status, like what your house looks like, what your car looks like, what school you go to. Those are the measures of success, but those are the worldly measures of success. It's, it's back to kind of one of the initial things I said, you get to choose the barometer of what success is for you. And it sounds like for you, it's more being mm -hmm. and allowing spirituality to flow through you. And, you know, for me as well, it's, it's finding peace and finding balance and making sure I'm not just doing one thing really well and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost like video game stats, you know, like you can, you can make someone really good at a certain thing. Like he's really good at his job, but uh, he's not so great at spending time with family or he's like great at spending time with family, but so much so that he doesn't, make that much money and like not, none of it's good or bad. It just is. I think for me though, from my perspective, my barometer is just having a little bit more balanced stats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think just keeping an awareness, like maybe just asking yourself, like how, 
how am I measuring my success right now? Does that feel good to measure it in that way? Or would I prefer to to think about this in a different way that feels more connected to my inner parts rather than this whole external measurement? You know, I think it's personal for each individual. So maybe just checking in with yourself. Yeah. And I think if you measure your success by someone else's standards, you will be let down every single time because a lot of times you can't live up to someone else's standards. And even if you do, it's not fulfilling because it wasn't your standard. Mm, So true. It's that's almost like more in the lines of like the fulfillment piece. Okay. Like success is one thing, but then feeling fulfilled. Yes. It's not fulfilling if you're, you know, living up to someone else's standard. Like you could have success. Yeah. Have all the money, have all the, but are you feeling, feeling fulfilled, right? Like, Mm -hmm. are you, you know, is your cup full? Yeah. Yes. Another little Jesusism. Is your cup full? I like (laughs) it. I never heard of that before. You never heard that? No. If your cup is not full, how can you (laughs) give, give to someone else. Well, oh no, I've heard it in that way. I didn't know how it connected to Jesus. (laughs) A Jesusism. Did he say that? No, it's a Christian like thing. Like allow Jesus to fill your cup. Like if you don't, you don't have anything to give anyone else. It's that idea of Uh, like letting shit flow through you. I guess I say you fill your cup. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Whatever. If Jesus is doing it or if you're doing it, as long as the cup's full, like There you go. Spread the love. No shade on Jesus. No shade. So the last thing I would say is gratitude is really important for all of this. Gratitude is something that kind of grounds you. Um, You know, it helps to serve as a reminder of what you do have Mm -hmm. because you can get so fixated on what you don't have. And I think having some sort of gratitude practice Katie, you're really good about at dinner time. I think that's a really good time of day. Sometimes our kids <laughs> so, are like, sometimes we don't give a fuck. Everybody looks at me like, no, no, bitch. <laughs> Today sucked. I am grateful for nothing. But <laughs> I, I think if you're able to really go inward a little bit, and that's where journaling can be helpful, is to have gratitude as a practice within your journaling. And to just say, man, I have a lot of things I have my health. I have my legs. Like I have a voice or like just small things that we take so much for granted. Mm. Anytime I like fuck my back up, I'm so grateful for that. Like it, it just makes me envy me whenever my back feels healthy. Mm. You know, it's like once you have that thing taken away from you, like if you were to get cancer and whatnot, health then all of a sudden becomes this thing that is so much more powerful and like something that you want, mm. something that you desire more than anything else is is when it's taken away from you. Yeah. So if you honor that you have it now, like I think that is the point of gratitude is to just really sink into what you have to kind of break that cycle of this constant striving. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we all like our brains are always like geared toward like what we want or what we, what we don't have that we want. And I think gratitude is a really beautiful practice to bring you back to 
the success that you already have, the things that you already have, the love that you already have, the, you know, people in your life that you really appreciate. Um, so I think that is such a beautiful way to like tangibly practice honoring your success. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gratitude is basically fulfillment. You're fulfilling yourself and saying, I am full. I do have all these great blessings. I have all these amazing things in my life. Gratitude brings fulfillment, which ultimately leads to success. I mean, I, I think there is even like some science behind gratitude. And if you focus on what you already have, you'll you'll bring in more of that mm-hmm. by just simply practicing gratitude. Yes. So get out there, find your success. It's it's inside you. So don't don't look external, look internal. And you can do that through journaling. You can do that through conversations, deep conversations with other human beings. That's where success really is. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't know where to start, I would just say, like, I challenge you to write one thing down today that you're grateful for. Just one, one thing. And do that every day. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers. Peace, y'all. If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review at Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. If you want to pick up some of our merch, you can do so at allegoryandelm.com slash shop. You can get a shoot the shit and be a real hat or a tri-blend shirt. If you want to connect with us on Instagram, Katie is at Embrace Yourself Whole. Andrew is at Allegory and Elm. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers.